1: Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf. And I'm CG Erickson. And today we have two amazing comedians. We have Buddy Fitzpatrick and Frank Signola.
0: Thank you for having me, Kate and (laughs) CG.
2: I was waiting for you to say something, Buddy, before I chimed in.
0: Go right ahead. (laughs) Sorry, guys.
2: (laughs) Thank you for having us, Buddy and
0: Siege. Oh, oh, yeah. Not buddy, oh, yeah, buddy,
2: Kate and Siege.
0: <laughs> you know what? People get Kate and I confused all the time, right, Kate? We're so sick of it.
1: It's like all, at every club. Every time, every time.
2: Now now I'm going to have to go do a mashup of you and
0: Kate. I'm,
2: I'm telling you, so I, nice. I walk into
0: clubs sometimes, and they're like, hey, Kate, well, I mean Buddy, if it's it's bizarre. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Buddy has a podcast I was just on called, And the Word Is, and I had a ton of fun. I'll let you explain what it is but then frank also has a really cool one that i've been on called night meds and that's about the paranormal and i kind of want to get into both today
3: it's called night meds Mm -hmm. i like that a lot i like that a lot put you right out or get you right ready to you know get you real cozy before bed
0: that's great great. it's very asmr
1: So I guess first I'll ask you, buddy. What made you come up with a podcast game show kind of thing around words? I did it once. I was nervous as hell before, and then I ended up loving it.
0: Of course, everyone does. It's like a, <laughs> it's like the roller coaster. You're afraid to go on, and then when it's over, you go, "Come on, let's get back online again." You know, it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, jokes, drinks, and storytelling. The 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 channel on Twitch called me and said hey, you want to do a podcast? We're trying to fill our time slots. And I said, how many podcasts do you have so far? And he said, (laughs) 10,000. And I said, I am so not interested in doing a podcast. I have no interest in it whatsoever. And I was on the marathon, the telethon that they did. And I'm in a writing group. And every writing group, we start off with an improv with a word. And we did it on the telethon. And uh, they said, well, how about doing that thing you did Bring on some comics and just do that. Let's see how that goes. So I don't call it a podcast; I call it a game show on a on a on the net on the internet or whatever. And that's how it. That's actually how it started. And then we just keep changing rounds, rules. See where it goes from there. But it, 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 you're right; it's a lot of fun. It's nerve wracking, but but in the end, it, once you once you start walking, you're suddenly running with it. So it's it's a lot of fun. You were great on it, as was Frank.
1: Is there a way to play a quick round of one of them right now, or is sure. it sure we do it? Okay. Yeah. all right. You ready? ready? I'm
3: nervous. I don't. I don't know what this is. It looks.
1: Am I, I have to re-know too, so relearn. Well, I just give you a word,
0: and and we you just for about sixty seconds you riff on it, and you have to stop when the sixty seconds is up. It's originally meant for comics to uh, loosen up their head for writing. Uh, they may actually come up with a bit. Because, it, because I could say pretzel, and then they end up talking about the price of gas. But Somehow it connected and got all the way there. Um, that's And you're allowed to say the word
1: in this one, right? Right.
0: Like, so I have rounds where we you don't say the word and, and other comments have to guess what you're improvising on. Uh, yeah, there's different kinds of rounds. So for instance, Kate, since you're never nervous (laughs) (laughs) if i just so i I, sometimes i look around the room and and i just say okay do 60 seconds on vacuum
1: okay i hate vacuuming because (laughs) i for some reason don't know how to do it like i'm ashamed saying it right now i try but i always feel like i'm about to set my entire house on fire like i swear i put the bag on i think correctly But somehow smoke starts coming out and I'm, I mean, I probably need a new one, but uh, I'm quite frugal at the moment. Like I have just other needs. So there you go. I'm not, I'm not the uh, typical home woman who knows how to vacuum. I always feel like I'm setting my house on fire when I try.
0: Well, I think what you need to come to terms with is, is that the last time when you bought that, it was probably from a door to door vacuum cleaner because nobody uses bags anymore. I'm surprised you can even find them in the store when you have to empty it out and then reuse it. That's part of the anxiety
1: is finding the bags.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I would spend 80 bucks and get the most amazing ones now because they don't come with bags anymore. (laughs) And
1: Kate,
3: did you say you're not that type of, of home woman?
1: I don't know what the word. What is it? It was like a homemaker, homemaker, oh, homemaker. Oh, okay. so you don't.
3: It's only a homemaker can vacuum. If yeah,
0: anyone, no. <laughs> if anyone watching and Kate's birthday is coming over, to get her a Roomba, because then you just put it down and away it goes. And they're not, they're not a hundred percent, but they're a hundred percent easier and better than using a vacuum.
3: So you can trust the Roomba. I've never seen one yeah. before. It just oh, yeah. travels around your house when you're not there, vacuuming stuff up, and it, it's.
0: Yeah, yeah, hey, I I looked at yeah, Frank. Did you just did you just say she's got a birthday coming up? I said if she does. Isn't it a little Mad Men to buy a woman a vacuum for her birthday? <laughs> no, no, not a Roomba. <laughs> but Frank, here's how I here's how I look at it. If we're all looking for equality, you shouldn't have taken it that way. Oh, <laughs> that's true too.
2: <laughs> that's true too.
0: <laughs> I'm just thinking of my friend.
2: I would have gone with a Swiffer because that feels more gender
0: neutral. That's hilarious. Right. That's Swift hilarious. Yes. In fact, that should that's what we should call people now who feel gender gender neutral. I think you should start that. Oh, so you're a Swiffer.
3: You're a
2: Swiffer. Yeah. Are, no, you, dry? are like you, a you a dry Swiffer you. or are you a wet Swiffer would be the next question.
0: That depends on what kind of mood I'm in. That's exactly. <laughs> Swiffer wet all the way. Jaws. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. All right, so do this.
1: you're you're the host of this, but I'm kind of your co-host right now, buddy, in this game show. So are we allowed to get, can I choose? Well, who wants to go next? You can choose. Well, I guess we'll say Frank, since CG, you're still kind of learning. I think you get it now, but you know.
0: And All you right, know what, Kate? I've never done this before because I usually have it planned out. But give Frank a word. <gasps> Violin. Violin,
2: uh, I mean, when somebody says violin, um, the thing that I obviously think of is music and instruments, right? Uh, also maybe child prodigies. It always seems like if it's a child prodigy, if, it's, if one is a child prodigy, they either play the piano or the violin, right? It's always some sort of stringed instrument. Um, there's that great old joke from like 80 years ago where what's this? <laughs> violin in the world, right? I um, hate that. Sorry. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know if there's like a secondary definition for
0: a violin. Well, a a big a big one would be a cello.
2: Big one would be a cello. It also makes me think of like just through association, like Frank Viola. Uh, oh. Or, yeah. Or um, the color violet. Like Viola Davis via is such a cool kind of letter grouping via something. Like I love saying. Via Streamyard, the show is going to be via Streamyard. Like I love V I. So there's something about that V I something, which also happens to be the first two letters of my last name. Thank you, Vigano. And also, Ooh. now
0: this is where Bob, my sidekick, would go.
2: Meaning um, I was going over. Yes,
0: sir. but uh, it's also very simple to uh, sign language. Viol- violin. It's an, it's a great. You know, it's very uh, nice. Yeah. It's, it just flows, violent. It's actually a pretty word.
1: Very good, very
0: good. CG, 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 right, yeah. Are you nervous? Because Kate's going to give you- I, a I think I'm going to suck at this. That That's even funnier. Is it? I, I feel think so. like my last oh, my word sucked. Wait, is it Frank's think, turn? Okay, Frank, you give us- uh, CG,
2: CG. CG, I think it's important that you do suck at this so you don't ruin the curve. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And you know what? I love that If you that do that you, too
0: well, we might have to throw your score out. <laughs> I love that you. I may actually ask you on the show. I loved how you said siege. Can we start calling you Siege? That's a great. Definitely, nickname.
3: yeah, that's what yeah. everybody does after a oh, while.
0: Okay, cool. It's cool, much cool. easier. So, Frank, you give Siege a word.
3: I give Siege a word. <laughs> technology. Ooh. When I think technology, well, I like to. I like to brag that I have every. I shoot everything in four K. Like I got the phone that shoots in 4k and stuff like that. But then everybody does now. What else? Um, <laughs> like if, you don't, if, you, if you're sending me videos and they're not in super high definition, I'm the, I'm the snobby guy. Who's like, this isn't 4k. And then somebody told uh, me nobody can watch it anyway. Cause nobody has a fucking 4k TV. So it's not that it's not that great. Some people do, but I mean, if you're putting a video on YouTube and it's 4k, it doesn't matter.
0: Um, technology. You have 55 seconds left. I'm
3: waiting (laughs) (laughs) waiting for, uh, robots, the the robot dog, the robot dog that the NYPD had, I'm Mm. waiting for those to come back out. Okay. (laughs) Because I want to see robot dogs, fucking everybody. Nobody else, everybody else thinks it's, it's not cool and it's inhumane and everything like that. But I love the robot dogs. Obviously, movies about the robot dogs. So.
0: I, I think that's another gender. You know how they have labradoodles? What would a robot dog, in like, like Robooodle or Roboodle? You know, buddy, when he said yeah. that he shooting
2: 4K, I thought yeah. the definition of 4K was that you raised $4,000 in crowdfunding for your festival film. So that's it, how you, you were shooting it, in 4K. It,
0: it could be a race. <laughs> you're you you're running and suddenly you pull out your gun and you start shooting. So you're shooting in 4K.
3: <laughs> that's true. That's that that could happen.
0: So Kate, do I have uh, 10 seconds to just do I'll do the second round and you guys all have to guess what up because that would be the second round.
1: What do you mean? You want to so, do the second round? There's three yeah, rounds.
0: But I'll, but I'll do the word, I'll improv on the word, and you guys have to guess what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Uh, so now I have to think of a word. You know, um, I go up and down on this word. I really do. And I feel, sometimes I feel very open about it. And sometimes I'm kind of closed about it. Um, I, know, you know, I, I can be hot and cold with it. Um, but for the, <laughs> for, the, for, the, for the most part, I feel very comfortable uh, with, uh, with when this is right. And sometimes I'm very open I don't even know it, and nobody says anything. So what's the word I'm talking about? Well, the first two lines, I thought it was elevator. Interesting. But then you started to bring temperature <laughs> into it, and I'm like. And sometimes I feel very open, and people notice it. Rarely do they let me know, though. This is, the be- this is a fun round, right? <laughs> Are you, I, I, can I, um, should I tell you? Dumped.
1: Temperature I, and open, temperature and open, temperature and open. I just thought of a door, which right. is typical when you just said open, something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I up mean, and it, down,
0: yeah. up and down, which is why Frank said elevator. A yeah. zipper, a fly? On yes, your... yes, yes, yes. Siege gets it, a zipper. Siege, point <laughs> to Siege. I feel it's like Siege. I... I sometimes sometimes bit. i'm open and i don't even know it and people hey, want it bisexuality tone. i know same thing same thing we're you coming up with better terms for people
3: sometimes I, you know i thought you just <laughs> switch sides sometimes that's what Buddy, i Buddy, that
2: was one of those kind of ones that if your therapist was watching they'd be like that was a very interesting exercise <laughs> <laughs> That you're just, sexual that is- sometimes you're open sometimes uh-huh. you're closed yep open, yep temperature that was a very interesting metaphor that
0: was great so that's and the word is and the last round is usually i give you a word that is a ridiculous nobody uses it but you have to pretend to know what the meaning is but like salubrious and then everybody tells me
1: what they think salubrious means cg what do you think
3: salubrious means um the root word is soluble and therefore salubrious is something that's soluble in most solvents
0: Jesus, he knows how to play this oh, game. Oh man, that is that's I know, a great I know. game show answer. Yeah, I'm going to have to I don't think you that's on.
2: right, but that is such a great game <laughs> oh, show Oh, so answer. Frank
0: wants to challenge you. Frank, what do you what do you think salubrious means?
2: Uh, I really don't know if I had to guess, um, I would think it has something to do with uh <laughs>
1: embroidered speech or presentation. How about you, Kate? I think it's when the pores on one's Vagina starts to become <laughs> overly salacious. If that's- oh, I'm going to vomit.
3: <laughs> He's talking about vagina sweat. You guys <laughs> didn't
1: keep taking that turn,
3: did you?
0: I will say Jesus. that uh, today is Friday, so I hope you all have a salubrious weekend. <laughs> I hope that, Kate does. That's what it means. It means have a wonderful, have an exciting, have a have an exuberant, salubrious. So I hope you all have a salubrious weekend. There have you go.
3: A great you were kind. Ride. You were the closest. I
0: usually pick someone who's close. Kate was actually the closest. One I
1: <laughs> Thank she you. <laughs> All right. So now people know how awesome and the end word is. So check uh, that out. We'll plug it again at the end, but sure,
0: sure. it's every Thursday, three to four.
1: Yes. And they can find it even after though, even if it's not live, they can still look it up on YouTube and things like that.
0: Buddy Fitzpatrick, YouTube. yeah.
1: Yes. And then now Frank has his Night Meds podcast, which is all about the paranormal, which I am very obsessed with. (laughs) And uh, I wanna talk about, before we even go into some of the topics that I wanna discuss there, I wanna say, I just found out Buddy, because Buddy and I have been friends in the comedy world for a while, but I just found out that he can see people who have passed. And I consider that a gift. He does not communicate with them yet.
3: (laughs) Except by screaming. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, they, they
0: that's have what looked. I would do. It, here's something, Kate, and, and I know we're not getting into this yet. You're going towards Frank, but they do look at me. Some of them have looked at me.
1: And how defined are they in, in their human shape? Is it like a light human form kind of thing? Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's very specific. Um, I know they're not really there. It's not like someone's sitting in the chair. But it is like someone sitting in the chair. But um, there's usually around them, and this is very rare. I, I'm talking like I see them every day. I don't. But the ones that I have, there's usually some sort of glow around them, defining them, so like an aura. Said,
3: you said, buddy, that they they wouldn't be sitting in a chair. Like,
0: no, if, they, if they're sitting in a chair for a moment, I can get, I can go, oh, but but it's not like a like an actual living, breathing human being, there's something about them that's not fully materialized. They're not that specific, like all of a sudden somebody popped into my chair. I know immediately it's a vision or whatever. I don't know what you call it. I really don't know.
3: I thought you were gonna say, I know immediately if someone popped their ass into my chair. I thought you were gonna say that, like you and your chair, like tight, like that. But no, I got you. I got you. And usually what happens is
0: they're doing something they're they're looking at something or one time somebody was doing this he was bent over and he was doing this and he literally i couldn't i couldn't stop looking at him and he went like this and he looked at me and then i my heart just popped and he they fizzle
3: that's when i would have peed all over myself but
0: that's that's me that's me if i
3: if i get that gift one day I'm going to be shunned by all my friends because Uh, I'll just be covered in piss and just screaming all the time. And I don't know. It's funny you call it a,
0: well, it's funny, Kate, you call it a gift. I I know what you mean and I wish I could embrace it like that, but it's, I, I can't yet. I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe I should really try to, but it scares the hell out of me.
1: I think respecting where you're at and not pushing yourself is the important part because you might be scared for a reason. And when you interact with the other side, there are some deities or beings that can have a lot of negativity to them. So I think just your work could just be owning it as a gift for now, but not having to stretch it further until it naturally happens because the universe knows you're ready. I wonder... I want to know when you first started seeing them, and if you've ever recognized one of them. If it's ever, can been I just say them? before Buddy
2: answers that I think it's awesome that when he sees these entities, they're performing Meisner acting technique. Independent exercises. <laughs> 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 they have
0: an activity, Frank.
2: Right. They have. An, what, what's your What's your activity, Myra? <laughs> you've been sitting there for eighty-seven years. What's your activity?
0: Um, no, I don't recognize them. Um, uh, uh, the first ones I used to see, I was a kid in my bedroom. Um, but I remember when I was married, I was at my uh, in-laws, I had a gig, you know, and I, it was in the middle of the night and there was this, it was up in the ceiling and that was the old man feeding or planting seeds or what have you. He was very specific, big, thick mustache, very Italian uh, immigrant type look. And uh, the next day I told my mother-in-law about it. She was the only one that's up because I couldn't go back to sleep. And she pulled out a picture of her father. And uh, I'm telling you, it was him. Mm. It was just him. Mm. So I didn't recognize him. She recognized him through how I explained him.
1: Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Well, is it? (laughs) Yes. No, it is. No, it is.
0: (laughs) That's why
2: I've had you on the show twice, because it is actually <laughs> amazing. And the thing, and, and not to kind of step on Kate's thing right now, but the thing that I find equally amazing is how regular guy you are about the whole thing, <laughs> right? There, there you, you don't present it with a lot of mysticism. You don't present it with a lot of fear. You don't present it with a lot of awe. You talk about it the same way that you recount something else that you just saw. Uh, yeah, a, a basketball game you enjoyed, a comedy set you enjoyed, uh, a, a, a street scene that you found interesting. You recount it with just that sort of, you know, um, level-headedness and, and respect too. I think the word respect was used earlier. And I think that's, that's the best part of it because so often when I have like people on the show, you definitely get that sort of, you know, levitating mystical feel to their kind of presentation. You don't have any of that, which I, which my, I like.
0: My girlfriend calls me, and annoyingly, sometimes she'll call me this, the mayor of Realville. Look, if I see a show, it's it's happening. It's there. You don't go, oh my god, I'm I'm sitting in a comedy club and I'm looking at a comedy show. Whatever. To me, it's just it 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 happens. It has happened again. It's rare. Um, I'm just recounting. In the, like you said, Frank. As if I'm telling you, yeah, I made a cup of coffee, and here it is, right there. I have no doubt what I what I see. So I I don't two things. I don't feel the need to overemphasize. I'm not trying to convince anybody. But two, if if you do overemphasize, that's when people go, all right, calm down. <laughs> you know, all right, I think you're a little crazy. So maybe that's in my head. Like, don't overdo this. Just tell people what, and I don't tell people. You, you, your show, Frank, and now <laughs> with Kate, w- was me actually, other than uh, very, very close people, is me now sharing it.
1: Yes. I wish you had started levitating at the end of that. I'm just a normal man. And then like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or I went like this and I just popped.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I will clap back to say as somebody in recovery that there were times in my past when I came out of a blackout and was like, oh my God, I'm in a comedy club watching a show. Wow. wow! <laughs> <Nice. laughs> so it wow. does happen. It did, it did happen. <laughs> I'm just Canada. letting you know.
0: <laughs> you can just
2: come to
1: a comedy club and go, wow, look at
0: that. Wow, oh my God, I am here. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Yeah, that's funny.
1: Um, so yeah, let's talk a little bit more about Night Meds and Frank, what made you want to explore the paranormal world so much? Okay, well, let me uh, thumbnail this real quick. So, with the parent, with the pandemic,
2: everybody raced online. You know, I mean, it was pretty much our only option, except for you know a handful of outdoor shows and the occasional uh, indoor show with like eight asterisks next to it. You know, you have to be this far apart. Only six people in the room. You have to wear the, which is fine by me. By the way, I'm totally you know team li- liberal pandemic response. So, um, <laughs> when I But I started like three different projects, all of which are still kind of around. The first thing that I started during the pandemic was my game show, the Dollar Store Movie Game Show. And that's a, I do that on Zoom on Tuesday nights. And that's, the only reason I'm saying all this is because if anybody watches and they wanna be on any of these things, please feel free to contact me because I love having both comics and civilians on. Uh, So the Dollar Store Movie Game Show is like a trivia show with a riddle at the end and the hook is the winner gets an actual movie that I bought at the dollar store. <laughs> That's what you're playing for. So that started during the pandemic. Meds was a podcast that I had had on and off for like five or six years. I had done it when Broadway had a podcast studio downstairs next to the service bar. Uh, then I moved it over to the strip and used their podcast studio. You'll see that Yeti mic in the background. You know, at one point I had visions of like using my own mic and soundforge to do my own podcast, but having no technical skills whatsoever, that, that never really happened. And then kind of like buddy, this is where our stories kind of, uh, become similar. When Mark and Richie started drinking jokes and storytelling, he's like, Hey, do you still do your podcast? And I'm like, nah, it's on hiatus. You know, I, I, I've been doing it on and off for years, you know, um, and he's like, well, listen, if you wanna bring it back, we, you know, we got this umbrella subscription network we're getting going on Twitch, it used to be for gamers, but now everybody's using the platform and there's about a dozen shows on and we don't, and, you know, it would be great. And So I brought it back uh, through at their invitation, and I'm grateful for that, and started doing it on Twitch. And then like a month ago, maybe even just two or three weeks ago, maybe even less than a month ago, I started doing a sports podcast on Mondays as well, so now I am like I am like uh, Joe Internet content with the sports podcast on Twitch on Mondays at four, uh, which is called the best darn sports podcast in Astoria, and the uh, game show on Tuesday <laughs> nights on Zoom at eight, and then Night Meds, which is the probably the most longstanding and how we all know each other, the podcast which is different incarnations, but now is also on Twitch on wednesdays at four o'clock so that's all that stuff just so i could get that all in one neat pile in case there were other questions about that (laughs) as as far as
0: frank and i have a lot in common because all we want to do is show up and do it i don't want to i don't want to learn all the technical no no
2: not at all and i don't even want to learn what i'm supposed to be talking about on the podcast that's how bad i am (laughs) like i i am fascinated (laughs) by like you know, back in the days of sitting <laughs> sitting at a bar after a show with two or three or four <laughs> comics and talking about something that has nothing to do with comedy. Yeah. And you find out everybody's opinions and experiences about it. And sometimes it's other. I've also always enjoyed just sort of horror movies and paranormal stuff and stories like stuff about Ouija boards and Slenderman and all that kind of stuff has always caught my eye. So that's where it all started. It actually started out. The very first incarnation of the show was called Alien Genesis because it was about whether or not the whole ancient aliens thing to take a look at that. That being said, I don't particularly believe in any of it. I just enjoy discussing it and I'm not particularly well versed in any of it. I'm kind of much better at going, oh, can you know all about tarot cards? That's awesome. <laughs> Go. Right,
0: right, right, right.
2: And stepping back and... um.
0: You should have one called, What Do I Know?
2: Right. <laughs> and then every once in a while, uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll, get a, I'll, get, I'll get the bug to do the research and do the deep dive down the rabbit hole. And I'll do that mostly about conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Or if I'm dedicating an entire episode to something like a Ouija board. Or haunted phone numbers. You're not supposed to call. <laughs>
0: oh, I like that one.
2: Yeah. We did that nice. on the, Give me yeah, some we
0: of that them. One on to try. The yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. Or familiar. Slenderman
2: or specific conspiracies. But more often than not, it's just me finding totally cool, uh, slightly outside the box individuals such as yourself and buddy and saying, oh, you see dead people? Oh you had an accident and now you can see colors and like talk to people three States away. Awesome. Be on my podcast.
0: Yeah. Got and then you learn from it all while they're on your, on your podcast.
3: Right. Yeah. Well, I want to know. Just, I just really like Frank, how you separated society into comics and civilians. Yes. <laughs> that was, that's what I liked. I've done that for years. Comics. Don't
2: we all do that? Hasn't everybody used comics and civilians? Does that, mind? does that
3: work? Is that, does that work? Or cause I, I loved it, but. Well, actually, <laughs>
2: actually, if you want to get technical siege, it's comics industry because they get their own class and civilians. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, there you go. There
1: like, you go. That's hilarious. Um, okay, I want to know which conspiracy did you go down the rabbit hole for in terms of research? Because um, this, some of the ones I'm interested in a lot, but I'm very interested in. I, I believe the Bigfoot. Sasquatch, I completely believe in that. Uh, I believe in a lot of stuff. Right. right. Um, I believe in Loch Ness. I do, I would love to hear about Slenderman more if you- No,
3: no, no, it's not Slenderman. He's not a lawyer. It's Slenderman. <laughs> it's not Slenderman and Associates. Hey, Slenderman. Fatman and Slenderman.
0: I just Slenderman, the Slenderman,
2: Slenderman and Scytherin.
0: Uh, uh, Get Slenderman on the phone. No, it's Fatman, Fatman (laughs) and Slenderman. That's funny. They're,
2: they're the best lawyers. Out That's there. right. He's, That's he's, right. The, he's the best there is. They're the best lawyers, and they
0: did all their prep work at Hogwarts. So. <laughs> <laughs> and what, it's the good cop, good lawyer, bad lawyer. Here comes Fatman. He's the. Uh... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co he's the one that's going to pressure us
2: <laughs> but to go into to answer your question um i did a very deep dive on ouija boards when that first came up uh when we did that when that was a while back we haven't even done that one in its reincarnation that was uh back at the strip we did that one i did i a, use them yeah i did a deep dive on slender man uh, i found it very fascinating that something that is obviously was obviously a contest that started online. Now, so many people believe is real. Like you can trace it back to the actual contest where they said, manipulate a photo and create a monster, Mm. which this guy did. And now there are Mm. people that believe it's been willed into being, so to speak. Uh,
0: My favorite- Uh, Like a Barbadook or whatever they're called. right? Barbadook.
2: My favorite thing to- make fun of and I don't make fun of most of these but my, is that mandela effect i just think that's the stupidest thing in the world <laughs> or, you know i remember it differently so somebody must have changed the matrix i just think that's stupid um <laughs> what else uh and i have always just sort of classic monsters and all that sort of thing like i have a vampire encyclopedia i actually own a book called the vampire encyclopedia that kind of stuff has always fascinated me but I would say the deep dives were about different conspiracy theories when we talked about them. Slender Man, Ouija boards. There were probably other deep dives but they're
1: not coming to me right now. But yeah, that sort of thing. Anything you've learned since repicking picking it back up on the Twitch stream that has blown your mind? Other than Buddy seeing dead people. I don't know if there's anything I've learned.
2: (laughs) I don't know if there's anything I learned. I think what's interesting about seeing people when you do these on Twitch or Zoom versus a podcast where if they're not in studio, you only hear them. Mm -hmm. I think when I was interviewing people and I couldn't see them, the position that I took was sort of a respectful skeptic. Mm -hmm. The position I took was You know, prove it. You're making the claim, please prove it. I'm not trying to say that in a rude or dismissive way, but please prove it. I think now when I see people face to face instead of just hearing them, it is amazing how earnest they are in their recounting and that they truly believe it, regardless of whether you believe it or whether or not it could be scientifically substantiated or not. So the experience of like of that has been very interesting to me, just realizing how genuine people are that believe in these phenomenons. And so if I had you, can you, ima- my
0: podcast, can I'm you imagine having that sensitivity in political talk these days? I, I understand yeah. how you feel, but prove it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of you're a fucking racist. Well, but not
2: only that, it might be like the difference between when having Kate on my podcast three years ago. I might have been like, all right, well, you explain the accident to me and I understand that you had the accident. And but like what have the doctor said and what is there anything scientific that backs up your and and just the way that I the way that like I asked the questions or the questions themselves might have made somebody go oh well he's clapping back at her a little bit you know Mm -hmm. um whereas now it's just like it is so obvious to me that you experience whatever you experience for whatever reason whether it's out here in the universe up there in the ether or in here in your head that you genuinely experienced it that as a host and as an interviewer you have to approach it differently that's the thing i've learned Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and just to let the listeners know, because I've definitely talked about my accident, but maybe not for years. Um, Oh, geez, I'm sorry. No, no, it's all good. I'll just remind people. Frank's referring to there was an accident years and years ago um, that really woke me up to other realities, aliens existing, and so much more. Uh, It was very jarring, but I went into the experience on Frank's podcast so yeah, there was an event that totally uh, shook me awake. Um, but yeah, I was very cautious, especially back then talking about it because you don't want to get called crazy and you you can't even handle the pushback until you're right. more certain of your truth right? And what's going on. But right. I think it's cool that you have a podcast about the paranormal, but you have that kind of approach. I think it'll make people listening or watching trust you more and just it's not just everyone believing it just because you say you're something you can right. say you're psychic but yeah i mean prove it right and I mean, that's how and that's how it used to be and
2: it's kind of like the feature became the bug or the bug became the feature i've never quite understood that saying but you know it's like it was more like that back in the day and i think now between the pandemic and everybody being able to see each other, it just became, that became a sort of new development. Now, that being said, um, I don't think that like, I now suddenly believe more in Bigfoot than I used to, or the Loch Ness monster than I used to, or that 9-11 was an inside job, you know, or that we faked the moon land. I mean, there, I'm not sure there's, that any of my Answers to these questions, if they had been asked of me previously, have changed since doing the podcast, but. The enjoyment that I've got out of talking to people about it and the way that it's affected me and the way and just the conversation. I have found that very enjoyable and rewarding. Right. So I I don't know what buddy sees. Right. But there's a very good and I'm not going to sit here and say he doesn't see dead people, you know. Um, but just the fact that we're even having a conversation about it and it's sort of like, well, you can't prove it to me, so you lose the debate. I think people take that tack. That I think that's kind of outdated now. I would hope it's kind of outdated now.
0: There's, agree. There's can I jump in here real quick? Yeah. So I grew up watching the Andy Griffith show Um, (laughs) okay uh, just bear with me (laughs) and uh, it just meant a lot to me because I didn't have a a big parental uh, influence in my life and so so I actually glommed onto this freaking sheriff and the way he dealt with his kid and there's an episode where Opie the little boy keeps coming home and saying dad there's this guy that lives in the up in the trees right and and he jingles and he makes sounds and he he can blow smoke out of his ears and the father as the Episode goes on, gets more and more irritated at the kid. You need and to the point where he's like, "You need to knock this off, and you need to tell me the truth." And Opie is just, I am telling you, he's adamant. And towards the end, you know, the father comes down, and and everyone's like, "Did you did you spank him or did you punish him?" And he says, "No." And they're like, "You mean you believe him?" And he goes, "No, I don't believe him, but I believe in my son." And sometimes you're asked to believe in things that really you don't understand. So I believe in him. Mm -hmm. And of course, at the end, he's walking through the woods and it's this telephone guy. He's got jingles on him. (laughs) He comes down, he can do a trick with the cigarettes and he blows it up. So it all made sense at the very, very end. But sort of, Frank, I just jumped to that because you you never really disrespect anybody. And if you're watching a show for that purpose, that's a completely different show. But the people that you have on, you're really interested in, why they believe what they believe or how they believe what they believe, not I'm gonna prove you right or wrong.
2: Right, and I, I think what I've started to realize is, I don't know what you see or why you see it, but I realize that you see something for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that reason is, right? and we can bring people on and other people can say well scientist, this buddy's a medium right or somebody else can say that, that but i think that's
0: in everything
2: right <laughs> so i'm just saying i think that's that's the new the new uh sort of oh my goodness I'm, I'm i'm i can't find the words i think that's the point that i've gotten to where it's like it may not be something that i would Think would happen to people or that i've ever experienced uh but i realize that you believe it and not just that you believe it in your head that there is something there and how cool would it be to find out what that really is
1: right you know what frank all these words i'm sending so many spirits to your place let's let's have a little fun let's have them start not like a mean haunting but maybe a little fun you know what i mean like let's pick it up a notch so maybe you believe more So if they listen to me, I'm sending them your way. Right. I mean, can I have some hauntings? (laughs) Yes, there are.
3: I feel like they're just, they're horrifying and traumatized.
1: I interact with spirits and it's friendly. So the
2: other thing is too, that's kind of weird about the whole thing is that whole sort of Houdini school of thought where Houdini wanted to speak to his mom so badly after she passed that all he did was spend the rest of his career debunking fraudulent mediums who kept promising he could and each and every one of them he would out but it was not because he wanted to out these these fraudulent mediums it's because he wanted so desperately to make contact with what was beyond and he couldn't and they were promising him and other people something they couldn't deliver on often making money off of it and it's so I think maybe that's sometimes why people get a little bit more analytical about let's their interviews. That sort of thing of like, well, listen, if you're running an angle, if you're trying to get clicks, if you're trying to get likes, if you're trying to make money off of it, then you know, let let let's let's uh let's expose that as well. Well, let's so say maybe this. that's why people get a little just, more
1: just like in any other career or just even like a certain hobby where groups of people collect, you will have. Good eggs. I don't even like to say it's that simple. You will have people who are psychic, not psychic. You'll have some people who are psychic, but horribly mean and unhealed and misusing powers. You know, you really have to feel into if you're going to use a psychic or a medium or someone in that field, or even therapists or something, you have to really feel into that person. If they're someone you trust, if you like their energy, and I've been burned by a lot of healers psychics etc who i just said oh you can see you know into the beyond well you must be good i did the same thing with veganism when i was vegan oh you're a vegan you must be incredible Like, but isn't, that have-
2: just, isn't that also the person right like you have one person that looks at uh reiki and is like oh my god this is healing and another that's like oh massage without touching that works right i mean sure.
0: But, you know you, know but I mean? like, Kate, like Kate said, you can do it, look, as comics. Right. <laughs> now, you know, I, I can be sitting with a comic because I just met them and we had a great show. And an hour later, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This person's toxic. <laughs> I got yeah. to get out of here. But the
2: one thing, you know what? I want to re-answer the one thing that I did learn. Here's the one thing that I did learn. And I actually, I think, believe this. And this is brand new. Um, so it only took me 13 minutes to answer your question.
0: Is... <laughs> That's a bad luck number.
2: I know, right? <laughs> is uh, we, we did an episode on remote viewing and there was somebody from Vice who had done an episode about remote viewing and he had interviewed somebody and he said, well, listen, the whole thing about all these talents is everybody has them. It's just whether or not they're aware of them and what they do with them. And it's akin to musical talent. Everybody, every human being on the face of the planet has some level of musical talent. Some people can't carry a tune in a bucket. Some people turn out to be like, concert musicians it's sort of like what's your inclination to take advantage of it how aware of, uh, are you of it how much do you work on it and what stops the person who's not in the music from being different from the from the child prodigy they all have some level of musical skill and i i think that we all have some level of psychic skill some sixth sense some perception some level of something beyond the five senses it's just some people have some people are more in tune with it than others. And some people work
1: on it while others don't. And it's also karmic constitution as well. But okay. I want to move I, on okay. real quick to the real life Iron Man article I made you guys <laughs> look over real quick. All right, wait a minute. Let me get my pen and paper. I read it. No, you actually read to, it. You didn't even have to read it. I just didn't want to spring a topic on you guys that in case you wanted to know a little bit more because I used to kind of do that to CG and um, sometimes people want to know a little bit before they're talking about it but basically all I'm going to say is they they've seen what they think is an Iron Man like person a man in like a jet suit flying through the skies but unidentified like it's kind of messing up air traffic because if a plane's flying and they see something that could be pretty terrifying so they don't want to collide that's some pretty serious stuff but i just wanted to get your guys's thoughts on it and if you guys would ever put on an iron man jetpack suit thing and attempt that (laughs) i mean he's doing it illegally so that's a whole other that's a whole other thing
0: i can't even Go to the top of the Empire State mm-hmm. Building safely. I, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I n- there's no way I would ever. I have a I, I I have a friend who owns a small plane, and a couple of years ago he took me out for my birthday, and that was nerve wracking. I did it. So no, on on uh, up there in in free man's land, no. But I would still wear a mask because <laughs> COVID's airborne. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But no, I would never do it. What are they looking at? What are they seeing? You know, here we go again, right? Uh, It could be testing. It could be undocumented, trying to figure out a new way to get in. Who the hell knows? But um, (laughs) but, uh,
2: very sensitive.
0: Very sensitive. Thank you. Um, I mean, I I have no idea who, 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 I mean, they're seeing something. Here we go again, Bigfoot. You said Bigfoot Loch Ness. They're seeing something.
1: I wish it was the Loch Ness monster in a
0: jetpack. In, in a jetpack, <laughs> <laughs> or, or I, it, it's more realistic that it would be Bigfoot in a jetpack. There
1: you go. There you go. I would
3: definitely use the jetpack, and I'd try to figure out right away how I could commit crimes with it. But like, nothing's <laughs> really coming into because I'd want to become a supervillain as fast as possible after I got the jetpack. <laughs> but then right now, I'm, I'm I don't have any ideas of how I could use it. Like, I guess you just rob you know, a convenience store and then you fly away. <laughs> so like shit, what do we do? Like he flew away. And I'm like, yeah, I just got 60 bucks and you know, a couple 40s. Uh, you know, but whatever, <laughs> but but that's how I think that's how I would use it, uh, to just start a life of crime. It's just too hard to start a life of crime just being a regular. So I would if I had a power like that, I would that that's how I would use it.
0: It's not a power. You can get a jetpack. Go mm-hmm. get one then and just start doing that. I feel like they're highly expensive. <laughs> it's not a power. <laughs> and, the
3: fuel, and the fuel might be highly expensive as well.
0: But Siege, that's like saying, you know what I would do if I had a car? I would rob banks and then drive away. I wish I had that power.
3: Well, no true true I feel like work. flying away is better like even when the cops come <laughs> even when the cops come it's not a car chase anymore they're just like looking up they're like what the fuck you know like they're just <laughs> kind of gone so so i do feel like it's better than a car escape but the, the problem is to fund to fund my jetpack i'm gonna have to first successfully rob a place to fund <laughs> the jetpack <laughs> So I mean, just go
0: I'll, on I'll Etsy. Out. Go on Etsy or Amazon. I think they have some. You'll have it by tomorrow. Come on.
2: <laughs> did you ever play that? One day did shipping. <laughs> did you ever do the post on um, Facebook? I am this old. You'll take something and say I am this old. Like. No. Yeah, I like it. It would probably be like when I think I am. When I think of a jetpack, I think of Gilligan's Island and not <laughs> Iron Man. Old. Right. Like. <laughs> When you say jetpack, I yeah, love that. again in the thing with the two candles. Yeah, yeah. Skipper, that, and, skipper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's one thing. The other thing is, I don't know about the rest of you. I'm a little disappointed. By now, weren't we all supposed to have like jetpacks and flying cars and all the rest of it? <laughs> at what least, at to least hoverboards. Jetsons by 2021.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
2: You know, yeah, Michael J. Fox on the hoverboard in Back to the Future that. 3. Where What happened to that? And, and then I think the big question is, how come in movies the computer always has a british accent it's just classy right the <laughs> computer inside iron man's suit has a british accent why oh, yeah. is it always <laughs>
0: Did a Hal, british accent how how wasn't british how was like very asmr hello steve
2: oh right how hello Hal. how are you today yeah how that's are true you today i think they were doing that though to try and make it ominous yeah. because he was the super the computer was the super villain
0: right that's uh-huh. exactly right and not
2: reassuring well um, there
0: also is that movie with uh it's called rocket man it was very good actually who was that i forget oh, the yeah. guy something campbell yeah 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 yeah. After- yeah, i remember that and remember. he had the jetpack, and yeah very and cool so movie.
3: what did he do with the jetpack? they were trying people did he was he a villain was he
0: if I remember correctly, he was part of a test experiment, but he became a superhero. If
2: I remember my screenwriting 101, there was at least one comedy scene where he flew through a barn door that was shut.
0: <laughs> and the cow went like this. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. The scene had to be in there. <laughs> oh. Yeah, right. I don't want
2: you to think <laughs> He had to fly through something him. that was shut at least <laughs> once. If we're going with like comedy, like screenwriting, one (laughs) on one. That's true. That's true.
3: I don't want you guys to think that on my crime spree, I wouldn't. If I saw like, if I saw like a lady, an old lady getting her purse snatched, I wouldn't stop and defeat those criminals. You would. Well, I would. I I would. If I saw some crime being happening on my way, (laughs) I would do it. You would get the criminals. My
2: crime spree, and then you would take the purse. You also realize in the article, and I can pull it up, maybe if I can find it here, but the whole thing is predicated on eyewitness testimony where the pilot says, I might have yeah, seen. Yeah, that's
0: right, that's right. <laughs> so this is all about might. And, and Frank, that just makes me believe that when they were flying, the pilot went like this. <laughs> what? And then- but- and then the
2: cow did a double
0: take. <laughs> uh, okay. an invasion of
3: privacy. We we usually count on that our our uh, visitors aren't going to look the stuff up.
1: Hey hey hey! Count uh, on that. Uh, no, excuse me. On TikTok, I've also seen. <laughs> I have on TikTok. I've also seen <laughs> at least one guy. He must be a rich teenager or like young twenties. Flying around in a jetpack. So it's it not very far fetched. That was that
2: was the old that was Gilligan's Island. No. Yeah. And yeah. they just ran it through a filter. The, Listen, young, the well, teenagers can't, filter.
0: You can't believe anything that's under a minute of foot. What I want to
2: know is, what I want to know is if Sully was dressed like a as Iron Man, could he land in the Hudson River? That's what I want to know. If Sully was dressed as Iron Man, could he land in the Hudson River?
0: Jet packs have been around since the fifties. They are a real thing. So it's it's not out of the ordinary to believe that maybe, you know, that somebody really is up there. In fact, isn't it crazy since they've been around that long? Now, someone decided, hey, maybe I'll go up, up into airspace. It's, it's amazing that it took this long.
1: I'm into it. Okay, before we wrap up, before we wrap up-
0: I'm into it. One
1: more random topic, but we don't have a lot of time. Okay. Um, CG and I were talking about a week ago about how back in the day, and maybe some people still do this, but like shotgun hits with weed are the funniest, goofiest things when you think about it. Like I hadn't really thought about it as an adult, but like putting a lit joint inside your mouth is probably one of the most dangerous, stupidest things. And CG was saying that some dudes were willing to take the risk to have a girl's mouth closed because that's who you're doing it for normally. So I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on shotgun hits and then we're going to wrap it up. And then
3: shotgun guy always had, was complaining about like the blisters he had inside his <laughs> mouth. Like, like you get pretty gross from being the shotgun guy.
1: That's true. I your would imagine, I would think to have, I know if I attempted that, I would definitely burn something. So I just, have you guys ever done that? <laughs>
0: It, to me, it's the, I, I, I did do that. And to me, it's the equivalent of sipping a soda with two straws. It's just a, an intimacy that is stupid, but, it, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, we used to use forks
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, instead of clips. You'd put it in a fork and you'd be ha- you'd have the hand on, <laughs> you know, that's- but yeah, I, I do remember, <laughs> I do remember shotguns. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. I'm not saying I never received one, but I would never put, that, oh, I've,
0: done it. I've well, done it. it's it's
3: also like inhaling like the inside of someone's body at the same time because it's not just the smoke <laughs> that you're getting from the joint. it's their big blow to <laughs> blow the smoke into you. So it's like steamy and moist and crawling with bacteria. That was, that was another part yeah. we never thought
2: about. Here
0: we that. are back to sex again.
3: You know what? <laughs> I, to me,
2: I mean, it was way back in the day. It's almost like, yeah, you can do it, but you have to be at camp and there has to be boots <laughs> wine. <laughs> you have to be near a lake.
0: And then, like,
2: how sanitary it is is like the least of your concerns.
0: <laughs> what was it that somebody said, hey, I'll pretend I'm the joint and you smoke me? What, who came up with that idea, right? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, I think it
2: actually started, didn't it actually start in NAM with guys actually smoking through actual guns? Oh, like I don't know. hits through actual barrels of guns. Wow. Didn't know that.
3: Yeah. And then I Oh, think, I never knew how it got the name.
2: Yeah. I think there's David. They even show guys doing it in Apocalypse Now or one of those kind of hamburger hamburgers. Wow. Where, or like, that. you know, between guns, these guys in NAM are. I'm saying nom like I was there. I don't think you're allowed to say nom if you weren't.
3: I like when people (laughs) say nom just to make them sound
2: legit. And I I don't know which, uh, what's the one where Tom Berenger's in? Platoon. I think it's Platoon where they show them doing like the original honest to God shotguns through a combat
0: shotgun.
1: Wow. (laughs) interesting tidbit i like it i just learned something i like it.
0: me too frank every time i leave frank i learn something can i
1: tell you
2: something
0: if we go see right here here, we're gonna learn something
2: useful i am like a (laughs) fountain of useless information (laughs) like like if there is a fact that you can do absolutely nothing with except just want to check the veracity of that useless fact i'm your guy okay and it's making me nervous because i've reached that age where i feel like I have to forget something old to learn something new. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, like the the useless fact from 12 years ago is gonna have to go. So the next one comes in. For example, now I'm gonna watch Rocket Man and something from that movie is gonna replace something from Apocalypse Now.
0: Gotcha. Yep, yep, yep. Because I don't have
3: both thoughts in my head anymore. Right. You lose something useful. No, I, so I think when you is. suddenly forget how to masturbate, you go to do, and you're like. Well,
0: <laughs> then he has to watch, watch platoon right to figure out how to masturbate again. You
3: just look <laughs> down like you you. There's something there, like you you just can't. Well, now there's something to be said for body memory, but
2: that's an entirely different show All, again. all
1: right, guys, we got to wrap this up. Sorry, anyway. sorry. So Frank, where can they find you? Night meds, your stream yard link.
2: Okay. So here we go. And guys, anybody who's listening out there, um, please, if you would like to be a guest on the show, you don't have to be an expert. You can be panel. Please contact me or contact Kate. She'll put you in touch with me or buddy. Anyway, so my sports podcast is on Monday afternoons at three o'clock on Twitch. My game show is on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. on Zoom. That's a dollar store movie game show. And my paranormal podcast, Night Meds, is on Wednesdays on Twitch at 4 p.m. And also, if you look at my Frank Vignola comedian, is my Facebook, all my actual stand up shows and upcoming events and all that kind of stuff that we're going live again, that's all on there too. So I guess that's all you need from me.
1: Awesome. Buddy, where can they find you?
0: BuddyFitzpatrick.com, BuddyFitzpatrick Facebook. And uh, I run the I run reruns of, and the word is, but it goes live every Thursday on Twitch from three to four.
2: Awesome. And watch that show. That show is hysterical.
0: Oh, thanks, man. And I want you all to be on it, even you, Siege. I mean, Frank and Kate have done it. So you were good today. So come on. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll make a pain in my... Siege will pull a Tom
2: episode. Cotter and win by 12 points. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He got a scary, scary high SAT score, and he was like spelling bee. So he, uh, and funny. So he don't do it,
0: Kate. Her. Don't do it. He Sorry. did really, Sorry. he did really well today when we played a little bit. He did really well. So there you go. Solubrici-
3: uh, salubrious, salubrious,
0: <laughs> salubrious. Salubrious. Have a wonderful. Have a salubrious weekend, everybody. Thanks CG, for having me on. Where can they find you?
3: CG Erickson at YouTube, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram. I think
1: he just things. did a shot a shotgun <laughs> you guys can find you do a me. shotgun to
3: end the show <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys can find me instagram at the kate wolf tiktok kate Fanton wolf we have a patreon it's only a dollar you get an extra audio episode and a video clip as well so check that out patreon.com slash get some dollars up and then <laughs> you're saying it over the website patreon.com slash invasion privacy and if you want a healing or tarot reading (laughs) kwolf27 at gmail.com thank you guys all so much
2: oh you have to teach me how to use those tarot cards Kate that's
1: coming I know I I know you said that's the next tightness so all right well everyone thanks for listening thank you Bye. bye